The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The following is a presentation of the SpeedSport Podcast Network. Kyle Busch won the season opener at Talladega. DeGroot was second. He's the reigning champion. It's the iRacers Download, where reality meets the virtual world of auto racing. Cardwell hoping it stays green. He nearly spins it around. Who's it going to be, Cardwell, Berkeley, or someone else? iRacing's executive director, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I think that NASCAR is starting to see the value and the opportunities that can present themselves working with iRacing. From the SpeedSport Podcast Studios, powered by My Race Pass. Here are your hosts, Justin Prince and Taylor Burris. Welcome to the iRacers Download from the SpeedSport Podcast Studio, powered by My Race Pass. I'm Justin Prince with producer Richard Colbrett as we work through the week of iRacing that was once more what was a busy time for the pro competitors, to say the very least. We start things off with the start of a brand new season when it comes to the dirt side, the iRacing World of Outlaws Butt Kicker Late Model Series headed to its natural season debut location, Volusia Speedway Park, as they started off the season with a dominating start for one Evan C. The defending series champion went from the pole position to pick up the fastest qualifying and winning laps in the heat races and a perfect score to lead every single lap of the feature to get a maximum amount of points to start off the brand new season on July 10th. Evan C., Barrett Bishop, Kendall Tucker, Tanner Tomasi, and Blake Majulis, the top five to start the campaign. Speaking of Evan C., we're talking now with Evan C., who joins us, the defending champion from last season, who now has a staggering 14 drivers with its organization. Between him and Blake Majulis, Evan, first of all, congrats on the victory to start the season. How, quite simply, did you build a rocket ship? Well, uh, you know, I think it just comes from the time we've been on iRacing since 2019 and just uh, all the knowledge we've gained since then. And, uh, you know, I started out building my own setup, so I'm just kind of, you know, every year gain more knowledge on them on, on how to set up these cars. And I feel like these past two years, we've really, uh, you know, got them down pretty good. Even when we're not off, we, we pretty much know what adjustments to make, uh, you know, to be there and show up and start up front and win races. And, from what was seen throughout the action, you pulled away fairly quickly in terms of how quick the tempo was to lead every single lap. How was the track feeling, in your opinion, in terms of the car in turn as well, especially with some of those talks of updates in the pipe? Yeah, um, you know, they had this new update with tire wear, and uh, most of us in, in the Pro Series field have a ton of laps now on this uh, new build, so we all kind of know what to expect, but uh, we had the spring fling about a month or so ago, and so all of us have a ton of laps. But, uh, I mean, it's still, uh, you know, we got to set up the car, uh, dial it in for each track. And, uh, you know, for the race pace, we had done a couple of league races uh, the night before and the previous week in the same track. So I pretty much knew, or even most of the field knew what it was going to be like. And, uh, you know, they wasn't going to do any track, track work uh, between the, uh, 
con season before the race. So uh, we kind of knew where it was going to end up. It was, and just kind of worked out in my favor starting up front. Uh, it's been pretty difficult in the past on that track. So I definitely had the best spot. And, uh, you know, we only had one yellow in the beginning of the race. And uh, second and third were battling behind me. And, you know, it definitely helped me pull away because, uh, you know, they were kind of using their tires up also uh, a little bit more than me, not a whole lot battling like that. But, I mean, it just let me kind of set my own pace and not have to worry about anyone right on my tail uh, trying to pass me. And, uh, you know, it's pretty big on a track like that when there was one dominant lane for sure. The numbers were there, too, for your organization. 14 drivers qualified under your team banner. A lot of new competitors this season. First, what would you say about those who qualify now under your banner? It's a massive growing point from the time when you ran a VOR with similar numbers to the point where you now have those numbers. Yeah, you know, when we was over at VLR in 2019, and uh, a lot of those guys have kind of quit racing since then, but we had maybe around nine guys in pro, and, uh, you know, we've kind of switched everything over to CFME Sports, uh, with me and Blake, and uh, we've just kind of grown our uh, roster. I mean, none of us really call ourselves a team or more of just, uh, you know, we have a lot of guys on CFME sports and then we have a group of guys that want to go for pro and, and all of that. And a lot of majority of the guys that wanted to go for pro made it. And uh, then we had like, I want to say a six new guys uh, that haven't ran pro, maybe five. So, it was, you know, nice to see those guys, uh, you know, a lot of those guys haven't been on that racing for that long. So it was nice to see them put in the work and, uh, you know, make pro. I mean, a lot of those guys were way younger than me when I started and, and made pro. So it's, you know, they have a lot of growing, but, uh, you know, it's definitely cool to, cool to see them make pro and their team grow. And, uh, you know, we ran first and second and third and fifth in the race at Volusia. So uh, nice to know we have a lot of speed and uh, we can only get better, I think. And for those curious, again, Joel is the speed shop, part of that reference, as well as now the esports side. Virtually how things came together to make some of those runs a few years ago after some certain scenarios, to say lightly, with Majulis and company. But now it's kind of rapidly grown. You mentioned that youth program side. What's that kind of say in terms of how quick that speed has really come on down to add to those numbers of you and Blake to be able to now have the number based on what you just reported at least 20? And that's not including those who are running those setups, especially in the dirt. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we've kind of grown more of a community with, around Majority Speed Shop, and a lot of guys just want to be a part of us and, you know, help us rep represent us or, you know, just be a part of what we have going on over here. And, uh, you know, not everybody takes uh, iRacing as serious as me or Blake. Uh, you know, we put a lot of time into this, but uh, we do have, you know, a group of guys to try to make pro and, uh, you know, they want to be a, a part of us and help grow. So it's always nice. And uh, when you have somebody like Chris Ferguson who races in real life and uh, knows the whole online uh, business, uh, you know, it's nice to have somebody like that pushing you and, and helping you out along the way is, is pretty huge. That's extremely huge to have that experience indeed. But in turn, with the experience now for the past campaigns, how do you think this season will play out? You mentioned tire wear, for example. How does that 
put a curve into things on how you drive the track compared to the, quite frank, very, very non-existent tire wear model of past years. Yes, uh, you know, it's pretty different on, from track to track. Uh, I think most everybody knows now what you kind of need to do in 50 lap races on each track to uh, not smoke the tires off. But I mean, the tracks definitely, a lot of a lot of the tracks race different. Uh, you know, I think Volusia was pretty similar last year, but uh, a lot of the short tracks seem to race different. The top's not quite as dominant, which is nice on some tracks. And I think other tracks, it's kind of hurt. Um, you know, we just have to see when we go to a few of the tracks and, you know, I feel like, uh, Knoxville and some other tracks are going to race a, a lot different and maybe not a uh, race quite as wide with the late models. But, uh, I mean, in 50 lap races, uh, you really don't have to try and save a whole lot. I would say when you have the right setup under, you can kind of just go out there and, and run, uh, you know, the best uh, line that gives you the best lap time pretty much. And, uh, it's, I don't think we'd be seeing a whole lot of, you know, people putting around the track and trying to save tires so they can make it to the end. Uh, you know, I think we've seen everyone Monday night just go as hard as they could without running over the person in front of them on that track. And so I definitely think we'll even see some a whole lot better racing on some of these other tracks, uh, even with the tire wear. February is that next track on the schedule, July the 17th, that date for that event. We've seen some wild moments at Fairbury. What type of moments do you think we'll see with these late models this season at the racetrack in less than a week's time? Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, I really think the track's gotten a little bit better uh, from last build, which I thought was pretty good from last build before we had a tire wear and stuff. I think it's race is pretty good now. Uh, to me, the, the bottom and middle are even faster than what they were before. So I think it's going to cut down on, you know, a lot of the train racing on the top that we've seen, but, you know, even I felt like last year, you know, we led a lot of laps at Fairbury and uh, I mean, we wasn't on the top for a lot of the race it was kind of moving around, but, you know, I think we'll see a whole lot more moving around uh, at the short tracks than we did last year. So, uh, I mean, you know, qualifying, I, I still think it's uh, pretty important and, you know, even more important than last year, I think, because you don't want to, have to use uh, the tires up coming up through the field and, uh, you know, get any damage or stuff like that. That's pretty big now. And we have the new damage model and you can uh, definitely knock the toe off. It's pretty easy to, to do that and hurt the uh, car. So, uh, but, you know, I think it's going to be exciting. I mean, it's a short track, so it should be pretty good show. Where can fans follow along with you on social media as well as find that speed shop to find that little bit of speed? Um, yeah, we have a, Facebook, uh, Majority Speed Shop is our Facebook, and then we have a website at cfmesports.com, and uh, that's our biggest two platforms. There are mainly Facebook. We post uh, a lot of stuff about what our team's up to, and uh, you know what we're doing on a setup shop side. And then uh, you can go to cfmesports.com and find uh, you know if you're looking for setups out, uh, we do them for late models and big block mods and sprint cars and uh street stocks uh, so you know if you're looking for some setups uh you know we've been doing this now since 2019 so we got a lot of a lot of knowledge behind us between me and blake uh you know both being pro champions and you know we're looking to do that again this year also
Well, thank you so much for the time, Evan. Congrats on the first victory of the season, starting right off where you left off last season. Yep, thank you. That's Evan C. Picking up the win to start off the new World of Outlaws campaign in the late models. We come back, news of the week, and more. You're listening to the iRacers download from the SpeedSport Podcast Studio, powered by my race pass. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back to the iRacers download from the Speedsport Podcast Studio, powered by my race pass. Just Prince with you, Taylor Burris is away for this week. Richard Colbreth producing as we move forward to other pro competition and our news of the week. First things first, it got a little bit spicy in the Music City for E-NASCAR action. Jimmy Mullis breaking a 36-win race winless streak on Tuesday. Was able to do so with a lot of drama, to put it politely. It started after contact coming out of turn four between him and Jim Beaver Esports driver Garrett Lowe. And the battle for the race victory between old tires and new tires in the final lap of eNASCAR overtime. That was after a flurry of caution flags triggered the late race restart into the overtime period where Moas was able to break away from the pack before Garrett Lowe went side by side to the final corners in three and four. After Moas attempted to try and get a bump in through turn three, it was significant contact out of the final corner that seen Jimmy Moas take the victory for the first time in more than a year plus over Dylan Duvall and Lowe. Jim Beaver Esports team over Jim Beaver showed his displeasure on social media about the move, as well as Garrett Lowe in multiple media interviews after the incident as a result of the fireworks for the battle to secure a spot in the playoffs. Malik Ray, Vicente Salas, the top five. Nick Oninger, the pole sitter, six. Garrett Maines, biggest mover from 34th to 7th to end the race. Matt Busa, Michael Guest, Bobby Zelensky was the top five in Nashville. After 12 rounds, Michael Conti also leaves those point standings over Nick Gottinger by more than 20-plus points. Jordy Lopez, Tucker Minter, Casey Kerwin, top five in points. Also those with wins, Bobby Zelensky, Steven Wilson, Jimmy Mullis is still outside the eligible cut line of a top 20, though, to make the playoffs fully with two races to go. The next race, though, is a huge one for Jimmy Mullis. It's a track favorite of his. It's the Magic Mile. New Hampshire Motor Speedway, the host of Action Tuesday, July the 25th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. On enascar.com forward slash live. Countdown to Green, presented by Wendy, starts off at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Catch that once again, enascar.com. Speaking of stock car racing, it's back with a new sponsor. E-Racer with the Firecracker 400 returns for its third edition with the 1987 stock cars with the addition of the new Buick LeSabre. Thrustmaster jumps on board as the title sponsor this year with the Thrustmaster T818. Heat action started off on July the 12th with lots of intense action to say the very least and drivers like Dale Earnhardt Jr., William Byron, and Kyle Busch amongst those. We're looking to try and solidify themselves this season from the past rosters. 
For more information on how you can watch along with the action, be sure to go to twitch.tv forward slash eraser underscore GG to keep up with all the action as all the action leads to race night for the main event, July the 26th for the Firecracker and for the 24th for the Conti race, the Firecracker 200. Also taking place is World Championship action on the dirt side, back towards that way, why don't we? When it came to iRacing's Off-Road Championship Series, some new winners, as it was Joel Bullitt, the rookie, picking up the first win to start off the night, while NASCAR Xfinity Series driver in the NASCAR competitor, Parker Retzlaff, picked up the second W. Bullitt was able to get the victory after coming close just weeks ago. But this time out, it's seen him with the most points scored on the night with the top four in the second Joe Bullitt picking up the victory over Keaton Swain by 5.5 seconds in race one. Race two, though, much different when it came to Red's lap. He started off front with the invert, led every single lap, and ran away from the pack by two-plus seconds over former eNASCAR, or should I say current eNASCAR crew chief, Jarrett Liebert, Connor Berry in the top three as well. When it comes to the championship, after six total races of 16, Keenan Swain, top of the board in the points, 276 points, five points ahead of Connor Berry. Connor Berry yet to get a victory on the stat sheet. Blewett, Liebert, Josh Edmondson, your top five in points so far. Sticking with third side, let's swing back to World of Outlaws, but on the console side, because the 2023 season update is coming to the dirt game. Yes, World of Outlaws Dirt Racing, the console game presented by Monster Games and iRacing heads to retail stores starting August the 15th for its update. It will also be heading to Nintendo Switch for the first time on October the 3rd. Multiple new tracks and some new car types will be joining the circuit for drivers to be able to touch upon on the console side to iRacing's first major foray into said consoles. Much of the new tracks, Lincoln Speedway, Lernerville, and the Chili Bowl. Also added, the Extreme Outlaw Midget Series, presented by Toyota, sees the debut of the current era midget cars. They also include roster updates for the World of Outlaws NAS Energy Drink Sprint Cars and for the case construction late models, as well as the insertion of helmet tear-offs for the first time in its console time. To be able to pick up the updates for the base game, for those who have it on PlayStation Xbox, fans can buy that on August 15th once more for $29.99. For those who want to pick it up on the Switch or for a bundle, that's about $49.99 each. That includes last year's DLC pack and this year's season update as well. For more information on how to follow along, go to worldofoutlawsgame.com or you can follow along on Twitter as well at outlaws underscore game for further updates. With that, we'll finish things up for the news of the week and for today's episode right around the corner. You're listening to the iBracers download from the Speedsport Podcast Studio, powered by my race pass. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. 
Welcome back to the iRacers Download from the Speedsport Podcast Studio, powered by My Race Pass. To touch upon the last of the news of the week, for those wanting to keep an eye on World of Outlaws Pro action on iRacing, the back kicker iRacing late models, once again, hit the track as mentioned, July the 17th. That starts at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch that on iRacing social media platforms. iRacing Off-Road Championship action, it returns to its circuit for the midway point on July the 19th. That starts 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You'll also find that on iRacing social media platforms. Also of note, the GP Turn Racing iRacing Qualifying Series, two rounds in, continues to heat up its perspective campaign to see who qualifies for the Pro Series with the Dollar IR01s. Those respective drivers return to the racetrack July the 20th. That coverage happens every Thursday up to the summertime at 2.45 p.m. Eastern Time. 2.45 p.m. Eastern, iRacing social media platforms up until the end of August. On that note, though, it's time to say goodbye. For Richard Colbreth, for Taylor Burris, I'm Justin Prince saying so long. Enjoy the rest of your day or evening. You've been listening to the iRacers Download from the Speedsport Podcast Studio, powered by my race pass.